Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Everybody. Today's date is the 7th of September 2018. I'm flying solo tonight. Miss Kapow has some other business to take care of. So you're stuck with me for a little bit as we descend into the deepness, into the darkness of that which we call our world. But it's not our home, it's the world we live in, but it's not our home. Because we're not of the world, even though we're in the world. We are warned not to be of the world. There's good reason. Every Friday I give you reason, right? Hey, just a reminder, in a, in a couple of days, September 11th, while everybody is uh, memorializing September 11th here in the United States, I am releasing a, what do you call them? I don't know an EP, a music thing. I don't know what you call them anymore. They're not LPs. They're not albums. They're not records. Everything's streamed. There's nothing physical. I don't know. I don't know what you call it, but I'm releasing something on the 11th. 9-11 will be a collection of nine songs by a project that I'm doing called Mesquite Faye. And there'll be nine songs. I have um, two videos I put on YouTube. If you type in Mesquite Cafe, I'm right there on the top. Because there's not a whole lot of Mesquite Cafes out there. Strange. And uh, you'll see I did I did one video, 1133 Blues. And also did one a couple of days ago called All That's Left Now. That's really good. I'm, I'm just, I'm serious. The video came out nice. It's really like an apocalyptic music video. And... Um, you know, when you watch it, you just go, wow. You know, um, the refrain, can it be over? It's just, uh, I don't know. It, it, the the clips, the models that were I was able to get to do it was just, it's really, uh, I think it's pretty powerful. You know, of course, it's me. So I could be uh, drunk on my own madness. So anyway, the uh, 11th that comes out, check those on um, check those videos out on YouTube or go to our Facebook page in Fifth Hook Media, Fifth Hook Media. Check that, F-I-F-T-H-O-O-K Media. And uh, they will be on Facebook there or you can go to fifthhookmedia.com, the website and see it or kapowradioshow.com and there's a link to Fifth Hook Media, uh, you know, whatever. So it's out there. It's kind of cool. So we'll see what happens. It's it's going to be released the 11th. Yeah, hopefully, you know, somebody will, will listen to it. The whole thing's kind of a concept. Um, 
musical thing, <laughs> you know, where I got fired down below and can't get no satisfaction and uh, songs like that on it. Also, it's all about, uh, you know, dissatisfaction with this world is what it is. It's all about that. So it kind of goes with uh, what I talk about every week in my, uh, my beautiful, positive attitude towards Satan's um, society here. All right. As I await for the return of my Lord. Okay. Well, guess who just walked in? Me. She just. I just walked in. I mean, just now. She grabbed the microphone. She said, I want to rock. I want to rock and roll. All right. Well, good. Well, glad to have you, Miss Kapow. Thank you. I think the people, half the people left when I announced that you weren't here tonight. <laughs> I think they just turned it off. I do. I think they left. That's sweet. Yeah. They went to go listen to Alex Jones. Oh, they can't because he's banned. He's gone. They're banning him. All right. Let's do the first story, Miss Kapow. All right. And uh, we'll just show how far we've descended as a people. Mm. Right? Or they have descended. I mean, not us, believers in Christ. But we can look around and see, wow, look at the darkness here. Yeah. We all remember about a, uh, a month or so ago, these young people were um, eating Tide Pods. Yes. And they, they what they do is these challenges. And there's so many of them, and they're all stupid. Yeah. They do ice bucket challenge and... Um, you know, slam my head against a glass wall challenge. And, yeah, you know, I'm eating Tide Pods and it's just nuts. And they do all this stuff through social media. Well, here's one that's pretty dangerous and pretty demonic. Straight from the pits of hell. It's um, it's a Momo suicide game and it went viral. It's a suicide game. Mm-hmm. And now it's blamed for the deaths of a boy 16 and a girl 12. Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't uh, like this, that picture either. Oh, isn't that ugly? It's disgusting. Yeah, apparently that's what comes to you. That's what Momo is. It's a it's a demon. Yuck! I yeah. don't like it. It's um it's it's a Momo challenge, and it challenges these kids to commit suicide. Yeah, it originated on Facebook. It's now circulating on WhatsApp for WhatsApp. I'm sorry, WhatsApp. 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 So uh, this was in Colombia. There was two youths in Colombia, and they were playing this sick Momo suicide challenge. It was a 12-year-old girl and a 16-year-old boy. They took their own lives just within 48 hours of each other. That's interesting. Yeah. What they reported is that the the boy, the 16-year-old boy, likely knew the younger girl, and he passed the game to her before killing himself. Hmm. You know, I think there was some kind of a, like a teenage movie like that. Oh, You know, yeah. where they passed the um, video. Yes. I think it was a video. Yeah. And then whoever watched it would commit suicide or get killed You're or whatever. Right. Something, something stupid like that. It I mean, it was like a while back. It but, wasn't The Ring, was it? No. Uh-uh. But it had something to do with a video. Mm-hmm. I remember that one. And they would pop the VHS yeah, to the machine who, and then... But it kind of reminded me of that because you know, they had to pass it on. Yeah. Well, that's what he did. And then um, he kills himself, or she killed himself. And then a mere 48 hours later, uh, the 12-year-old girl. See, but they hanged. She hung herself. Yeah. That's... mm. That's amazing. But that's a very demonic thing. Yeah, absolutely. And the police came and they seized the phones. 
you know, that had messages linking them to the Momo suicide game. Mm. Apparently, they practiced this game through the WhatsApp and invited young people to hurt themselves. And uh, the game has different challenges, and the suicide is at the end. Isn't wow. that amazing? Isn't that amazing? That, that they would even do that. Mm-hmm. Apparently, in Argentina, police are investigating whether this Momo suicide game is linked to the suicide of another 12-year-old girl. Yeah. Uh, of mm. course, WhatsApp did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Of course not. They have to think how to spin this. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a it's a Momo suicide game. It's been gardening attention. It's spreading all over the uh, internet. If players fail to complete the challenges in the game, they receive threatening messages from an avatar dubbed Mumu, which is a bird-like woman with eyes protruding out of her head, who says the users will be cursed with an evil spell. And that's exactly what happens, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a Momo doll created by a Japanese artist, but they say it has nothing to do with the game. Right. 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 So it's a viral challenge. It asks people to add a contact via the WhatsApp. The user is then urged to commit uh, self-harm or suicide. The game has fueled comparisons to the Sinister Blue Well Challenge. I never heard of that one. Mm-mm. And apparently that led to reports of suicides in Russia and the U.S. as well as, um, oh, the, the Slender Man. Remember the Slender Man oh, deal? Oh, gosh, yeah. In 2014, there was two 12-year-old girls. That's the number it keeps repeating, huh? 12. Everything's 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, two 12-year-old girls in Wisconsin, they tried to kill a classmate uh, in an attempt to please the Slender Man. Remember that? It was crazy. Oh, yeah, that was... Yeah, apparently this Momo thing made its way into the popular Minecraft video game, which prompted Microsoft to climb down on it. Come on. I mean, really? Mm. What kind of world? uh, Boy, Satan just really created, uh, he really did a number, huh? Mm, Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're attacking the young people. Yeah, they are. But see, it but just might just shows you that their their mind their that's dull. They they don't they can't think and go. What am I doing? Yeah, why am I doing this? It's almost like they're in a trance or something. Yeah, yeah. To to have a game challenge you uh, to hurt yourself all the way up to suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, instead of looking at like well, that's stupid. You know, the, the consequences yeah. is death, and this is stupid. I'm not doing it. Yeah. But they just. I don't they know. Do That's it. just crazy. Yeah. Like like eating a Tide Pod. Yeah. Or yeah. getting out of your car, uh, car while it's going. That's right. That's another viral mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. That they actually drive their car. You have two people in the car, the driver and the passenger. And the driver films the passenger as the car is going in traffic and the passenger gets out of the car while the car is driving. Amazing. And the driver actually videos it. And then there have been ones where the driver actually gets out of the car while being videoed. You know, yeah. and never mind, it, they hurt themselves. Yeah. But what about this poor fool who's driving around the road with these idiots? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrible. 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 Number two, women cheer. Women cheer as Sweden's Man Free Music Festival kicks off. But there's there's a twist of this story. That's wow. why I'm, I'm reading it. Because it shows you 
the stupidity of all of this um, feminism, transgenderism, queerness, all this rebellion. It's really hate, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And it is so um, stupid. It's really, it's really dull. Wow. So anyway, yeah, they um, apparently, well, I think today in Sweden, they kicked off this uh, music festival, right? And it's for women only, mm. and they banned men. It's a man-free music festival. No men are allowed. Apparently in Sweden, um, they have anti-discrimination laws, much like the United States. Apparently, there's there's some issue with this banning all men, but I, I don't know how they got away with that. Because if the opposite was true, can you imagine that? Oh, they would have stopped the, the yeah the no, festival. No, no women festival. Num, number one, number one. If a bunch of guys said no women, you know, it's too dramatic. We don't want the drama. We don't want women here. We just want guys, and guys are going to be guys. We're going to have a big guy music festival. Number one, no one would be there Mm-mm. because normal guys like women. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why you'd all get together with that. The whole thing is like nightclubs have ladies night, right? Mm-hmm. The, the women get in, uh, you know, for free, free. But the men are there. Yeah. It's beca- just that they don't have to, the women don't have to pay to get in. Yeah. And the reason why the nightclubs do that is so they, they can bring, they can attract the women in there because they know if the women are there, the men are going to come. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like sardines to a shark. Yeah. Right. Anyway, the women, they don't want men. So you can see all of them are going to be lonely texting their boy. I wish you were here. Uh, so anyway, this this gal, Matilda Hagerman or whatever. I don't know if she put it together. That's the only name I can see here. But somebody says that the festival was necessary because of everything that happened last year. Mm. Um, it, 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 she's, she's a 27-year-old student with long peep and pink and purple hair, apparently. Oh, purple lipstick. Oh, purple lipstick. Okay. So uh, they, they're going to hold this thing in Sweden's second largest city. Gothenburg. Uh, Gothenburg. It's a two-day statement festival. Hmm. Now, this is the point I want to get to. It forbids men, but not transgender people. Okay, there's their loophole, guys. So if you're born a man, right, you're biologically a man, but now you identify that you're a woman. Then you can get in. You can get in. There's your loophole. (laughs) So is that that the stupidest thing in the world? Mm -hmm. Uh, Apparently, last year, police received four rape and 23 sexual assault reports at Sweden's largest festival. Bravalia. Bravalia. And it was canceled this year as a result of that. Four rape and 23 sexual reports. So, And it's probably because of men. There were all men who did this because only men, only men rape and do sexual assaults. Right. Just ask Aja Sargento. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so their, their, their thing, there's a Swedish comedian who tweeted, she says, what do you think about us creating an awesome festival where only non-men are welcome until all men learn to behave? Oh, for the love of pizza. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So uh, this is located inside an industrial building in Gothenburg. Gothenburg. Only female bands are performing. 
and neither male security guards nor male journalists are allowed to enter. Okay. Yeah. Thousands of women are expected to attend the festival. Wow. Uh, let's see. Apparently, they already had it. Um, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Anything? Uh, well, I like how it says, Under cloudy skies, the festival got started with women holding beers and smiling and walking harmoniously in groups. Really? Mm. Right. Oh, one says, This feels like a safe zone where women can just get together and have fun and celebrate. Especially in light of the assaults that have happened at other festivals. Mm. Uh, no more men. Yeah, they say now that it feels like a, a certain tension is gone. Yes. Yes. We're here to make a statement together. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, they, they, they paid for this through crowdfunding and all this stuff. And they define a transgender person as a person who does not identify with the sex assigned to them at birth. So it means that transgender women born as men are allowed to attend. Only men who identify with the sex they were born with, also called cis men, are banned. Yep. So if you're a female and then you, say, identify as a guy and then you look like a guy, you can come in because you're really a female. You know what I'm saying? See how hypocritical that is? Mm-hmm. But if you're a guy that identifies as female, you can come in, but even mm-hmm. though you're a guy, but not real um, biological men who then say, I am a biological male and, and we have a new name. It's called cis. Mm-hmm. I am a cis man. I'm going to get a t-shirt that says I'm cis and proud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, how about this? I'm going to get a t-shirt that says, don't diss the cis. How about that? Quit dissing the cis, man. Uh, let's see. Oh, the Scandinavian country is one of the most gender equal countries in the world. Really? Mm. So they did receive complaints. The Equality Ombudsman. It's a government agency that promotes equal rights and handles discrimination complaints, has asked the festival to specify what it means by cis men. I think they just did. It made it real clear. Yeah. That's somebody who's born a male and identifies as a male. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's a real male. Yeah. Yeah. But they did that so that they could examine whether the festival is compatible yeah. with discrimination laws. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they got away with it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this uh, festival goer, Gustafsson, said that she thought it was fair to bar men, keep men out of there. She said, I don't believe in complete separatism, but I think it's very important to have the festival right now. You know, you know what's hypocritical about this? This government agency, this equality ombudsman, who uh, who was uh, told to look at it to see if um, because because this agency promotes equal rights, right, mm-hmm. and handles discrimination complaints. You know what they said? The agency spokesman said that um, it was going to take a couple of weeks to reach a conclusion. Well, they already had the festival. Mm-hmm. So why they're, why, they're, why they're reaching a conclusion and having a, a little powwow, they already had it. Right. Yeah, that's, it's very hypocritical, isn't it? Is, it? I, it I think is. I hear some lying going on in here. Mm-hmm. Well, the Swedish National Council for uh, Crime Prevention said that 4.1% of women reported that they had been the victim of a sexual crime compared to 0.6% of men in Sweden. And this person, this person told AFP that the Me Too wave exposing sexual assault unveiled serious problems in Sweden 
one of the most gender equal nations in the world at not only festivals, but several institutions. And she went on and said that it seems like men have woken up to how huge the problem with sexual violence is. Wow. Now, it has nothing to do that they're all at a music rock festival, listening to all this demonic music. Drugs. Doing drugs and alcohol. alcohol. The women are running around half naked, tattoos on their breasts. You know, men are all drunk. You know, really? It's called debauchery. Mm Mm-hmm. Ah. 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 It's terrible. It is. How many of you feel that there are microwaves that are sending signals in your head, giving you voices in your head, or making you sick? Raise your hands. All you tinfoil hat people out there. Right? All the conspiracies. All the, the all these guys on podcasts. All these guys on YouTube who talked about the conspiracy of... Um, these waves, these uh, these microwaves by the government going into somebody's head, giving them thoughts, Manchurian candidate, right? And um, or making them sick through these this uh, these weapons. Everybody laughed at these guys because it's crazy, right? Oh, of course, really, it's crazy. Well, now. All the crazies with the tinfoil hats. Guess what? They're right. Microwaves are the main suspect in that attack mm-hmm. in Cuba on the U.S. diplomats. Uh, right. Remember that? The, the the Cuban diplomats that got sick a while back? Mm-hmm. Yep. They couldn't figure it out? Yep. So they uh, emptied the, the U.S. embassy? Well, guess what? Microwaves. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just to make them sick. Apparently, uh, the military, I know, what a shock. The U.S. government uh, has been experimenting with this stuff for a while where they can actually put thoughts in uh, yeah, people's heads. Yeah, they put thoughts in your head, just like the demons. Yeah. Yeah. American diplomats and family members, they mysteriously fell ill while stationed at the U.S. Embassy in Havana. They may have been zapped by microwaves that can cause brain injuries, according to a frightening report released last Saturday. Now, these are doctors and scientists. They examined 21 of the more than three dozen people that were affected. And you know what they did? They concluded that microwaves are a main suspect Mm. in their medical conditions. Everybody was skeptical at first. Dr. H. Smith, the head of the study of the victim's ailments, said. But everyone now agrees there's something there. Mm. Doctors and other scientists who studied the attacks are becoming... This is, quotes increasingly sure the victims sustained brain injuries. Wow. 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 Brain injuries. So analysts cite the Frey effect, F-R-E-Y, Frey. Mm -hmm. And that's named after an American scientist who discovered that microwaves can make victims think they're hearing loud noises, like ringing and buzzing, 
or check this out, people, human voices. Mm. Even deaf people are susceptible. Now, see, I find that interesting. Yeah, deaf people can hear buzzings and gear stuff in their head. Ellen Fry, who's still alive, he's 83 years old. He told the Times, the New York Times, that it's possible. Microwave strikes and they can harm the brain or set off by Cubans. Uh, possibly those supporting Russia. Uh, yeah. The embassy was abandoned after the attacks. It's now empty. Other, uh, let's see, this uh, other secretive group called Jason. And uh, it's a group of elite scientists mm. that help the government assess national security threats. They're also looking at the microwaves as possible cause. So the, the thing is, is all these people who said this for years that were laughed at, it happens to be true. Mm -mm. There is a weapon out there. Um, the United States has explored the idea of turning microwaves into invisible bullets for their uh, enemies. Air Force scientists have tried to beam intelligible words. That's scary, Ms. Powell. Yeah, it is. Air Force scientists have tried to beam intelligible words and sentences into the heads of enemies, according to this report. The Navy also looked at causing, quote-unquote, painful discomfort, possibly even paralyzing whoever the waves were aimed at. Um, and, of course, it's not known if such weapons were ever Oh, come on. Deployed. You know they were. Of course. Of course. I mean, it's uh, sinister. Mm -mm. I mean, can you imagine putting voices in your head? You know, without somebody being on meth or on drugs, just they're just hearing these these go do this. And you, know, you do read these stories now and then. Mm -hmm. uh, last week, we read a story where this guy uh, deca decapitated his girlfriend. Yeah. And um, killed her because he said he God told him to. God said that she wouldn't repent. And she uh, wouldn't comply, so kill her. And he cut her head off, put mm -hmm. it on top of her back, took the kid to the mall when the cops caught him. And he told the cops, yeah, I did it. God told me to. And he goes, I'm not crazy. You know, crazy people who wouldn't tell you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. So he, he, heard, he heard something. Who knows? Wow. You know, you write it off as, you know, demonic or whatever, but who knows? Exactly, yeah. I mean, it is demonic, but you know, I mean, in a different in a different way, right? Mm -hmm. Crazy, huh, Mr. Powell? I don't like it. Can you imagine hearing voices in your head to beam from the uh, government telling you yeah. to do different stuff? Yeah, I can't imagine. Uh uh Okay, how many of you out there, by the raise of hands, unless you're driving, have the technology in your home or in your office at your business? Uh, Alexa or um, Siri's? Yes, you know everybody. You know they're using Siri on your iPhone or the other one is Google. Hey Google! You know they got the little Google thing. There's Alexa. Um, I, 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 I don't know. It's Alexa, the Amazon one. Anyway, there's several of them, right? You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. The little personal assistant thing that you uh, you go, hey, play. Journey, don't stop believing. And then it plays you the playlist or whatever. Google, find me, you know, cooking channel. And it does this stuff for you. Mm. You ask it questions. Uh, we saw a YouTube video the other day where 
they were asking who's Jesus Christ. And, um, you know, oh, yeah. all these things do is go, they go to Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. According to Wikipedia, blah, blah, blah. You know, like that's the, that's the end all of all truth. That's what we've become. You know, let's not go to the library or study history. Just read Wikipedia. But anyway, one of them, and I forgot which one it was. I forgot which one it was. Refused to address Jesus Christ. and said, I don't understand that question. I don't understand the question. But it would answer everything about Muhammad or Buddha or anybody else, but not. I think it was Alexa. You think it was Alexa? I think yeah. so. Yeah, it was bizarre. So, so what they were doing was testing it and circumventing it, like going, who was the, who was the Apostle Peter? The Apostle Peter was God, blah, blah, and then made it recognize Jesus. But it, it uh, boy, it, it it wouldn't directly say who he was or that. Oh, one even said he was a fictional character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This stuff is not, you know, there's people who have it in their home. You know, I'm sure some of you listening right now have it in your house. And you, you think it's okay. I know people people use Siri. Yep. Ms. Kapow and I turn that stuff off. Um, that's just us. I, I don't like something listening to me. Mm-mm. I don't want my TV listening to me. I don't want my cell phone listening to me. I am very private. And I have a lot of privacy blocking on that stuff as much as I possibly can. Yep. Even with the internet, even with browsers. Don't like it. And so when you have this thing in your home, it's on. The, the other thing that gets me is these people that will get camera systems from AT&T or something. Yeah. They'll get camera systems in their home from one of these major companies. AT&T will monitor your house. Yeah, you will. And they put cameras inside their house, in their bedrooms, in their kids' rooms. Ow. No, it doesn't make call sense. Me, call me, once again, conspiracy tinfoil hat. And then you're going to find out that I was right. Mm-hmm. They're going to be microwaves into your head and they're doing it through your stupid little smart device. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't even like the thing in the car that talks to me. No. We uh-huh. call her Maggie because she's irritating. Turn right. Turn right. Turn right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. This story from Fox News uh, says, my daughter prayed to Alexa, and here's the incredible thing that happened next. This is an op-ed piece, and this guy who wrote it tried to turn this around like some beautiful, joyous event that brought his daughter and him closer to conversation and having a narrative about God and life, and right? Yeah. But that's all bullpucky. That's yeah. all bullcrap. What it is, is you got two stupid parents raising a stupid kid on this technology. And the scary thing is, is these children that are raised on this technology think this is God. Mm-hmm. They are equating this, these, uh, these, I, these things, these voices that have the answers to everything with God. Mm-hmm. And this guy tried to make it a really feel good piece. I opinion he's 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 a horrible parent and he's a horrible Christian mm-hmm. uh, because this should have never happened. Mm-mm. But anyway, uh, so he, he he writes this this article, this feel good article. It's the most meaningful parenting experiences often come in the unplanned, organic moments of life. Blah blah blah. Right. Um. He's a father of five. He has a busy career, obviously. 
And he's trying to crush it every day. He's trying to crush it. And it's easy to blur the lines and make excuses for not noticing our kids. Blah, blah, blah. Right? So, he had a birthday. And his wife and him celebrated by taking all the kids out to the uh, NASA's Johnson Space Center. And uh, he says, I made the hard decision to switch off my phone and be present. Wow. I'm so glad I did. And uh, they had a birthday lunch at his favorite place, Chick-fil-A. So this guy knows how to party. And uh, so they're at Chick-fil-A, and they have a nine-year-old daughter. And they named this kid Lily Faith. Do you think that's interesting? Yeah, I think this story's made up. I do, too. But, or the names are changed to protect the innocent. But uh, he, they named this kid Lily Faith. And they asked this nine-year-old girl in public to pray for their meal, right? And here's what happens. The little girl claps her hands in, in the restaurant in front of everybody. And she says, quote, Dear Alexa, please bless our meal today and daddy. See, now, even if this is true, where would she know to do that, to pray to Alexa? Right? Unless they're talking to the stupid thing, too. Exactly. The parents are talking to it. They're asking it everything. You know, because you can't figure out, you know, $600 goes into four how many times? Mm -hmm. So you go, Alexa, how many times does 600 go into four? Because it's a toy. It's just like when the first time you got your phone, your smartphone, it's like a toy. And you get all these apps and you do all this stuff. It's... See, people are playing with these things. Mm -hmm. And they're always on and they're always listening. You know, always listening to you. Um, so, yeah, so they're constantly talking to it. It's obvious. And, and so she, as a little girl, the rest of the family is always talking to it also. So it's become this artificial intelligence in their home um, is what it is. And it's become God. She's praying to Alexa because she's so used to talking to this artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he's, he writes this article and he says, you know, when that happened, the entire family started laughing. And he, even the folks in the restaurant that, that overheard it started, you know, laughing and stuff. But little Faith, literally Faith, on the other hand, didn't think it was so funny. And she started crying and she couldn't eat. Because <laughs> she was embarrassed. And she says, Daddy, you know what I meant? Right? Mm-hmm. And then he says, well, thankfully, what followed was a beautiful, unscripted family talk about everything from artificial intelligence to the nature of prayer to the fact that it's okay to make mistakes. And that's what the article's about, how it's all resolved and everything. But what I see in it is Lily Faith praying to artificial intelligence like it's normal. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why the story was written, you probably. know, probably not true because of the n name face. And yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't strike me as real. But the thing is, they want you to think that a, a, a regular Christian family would have some kind of episode like this. Yeah. And, and it's that okay. it's okay to pray to this thing. Yeah. Because because we'll explain to our kids that it's it's not God, you know, but. All good things come from God, and Alexa's good. So he, he says, Lily's innocent mistake that day opened our eyes 
to how a small device that is becoming so prevalent in homes is making a huge impact on the thoughts and communication of our children. Mm -hmm. That is a true statement. Because I don't think most people look at it that way. These kids, I mean, they are the, the generation... What are they? Z generation Z. They're know. born with this technology in their hand. Yeah, that's all they know. Mm-hmm. You know, at our age, we can look back, and I still remember the rotary telephone and the eight track, and the, you know, I can see the, prog- the progression of technology and go, well, this this is good, and this is not so good, but but you're you're born into it. You don't see anything else. Uh, it's just like. You know, we were born with the automobile. We never knew what it was to ride a horse mm-hmm. or to walk to school in the snow three miles, right? We never knew that. We had cars. We're born with that technology. The car was always part of our lives. Mm-hmm. As evil as cars can be, right? They kill a lot of people, right? A lot of yeah. people die in cars mm-hmm. and buy cars. So it's kind of like that with every generation. But as, as technology got more and more, uh, there's... There's less, you know, history left of the way it used to be. Right. Just like in the beginning of the show, I had a hard time describing that I had a music release on 9-11. What do you call that? I read an article the other day where um, uh, there was a, a release by Eminem, right? And they called it an album release. Mm-hmm. But no one makes albums anymore, but they called it an album. So do they still call it that? They call it a streaming release. I mean, no, I mean, it changes all the time. And it's changed within the last geesh, 10 years. Jimmy. Incredibly so. I mean, we're not, no one's even listening to CDs anymore. I don't even have a CD player. I, in my car, I do. But not in my house. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even have one on my computer. Whereas before, you used to have writable CDs. You used to put things on CD. <laughs> you'd make a playlist and burn it to a CD, right? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. And it's such a short time, too. That's what's incredible. Yeah. And now you're just streaming the music or listening, you know, Spotify or or you go, Alexa, play me Mesquite Cafe. All that's left now. And she goes, no, that's not good for you. That'll lead you to God. Yeah. So anyway. Experts are starting to recognize the pressures of a new generation of children surrounded by artificial intelligence, as well as computational neuroscience, modeling how the brain does or does not work like a machine, machine learning, robotics, 24-7 connectivity, right? Mm-hmm. And they go, by the way, if you use your smartphone or Netflix, bleh, bleh, hate Netflix, you are interacting with machine learning for an easy-to-understand overview of support and go here, blah, 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 blah. Mm. There are four things to know about the influence of artificial intelligence in the home. AI will answer your kids' questions even if you don't. Scary. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like that whole thing where if you're not you know, teaching your kids, raising them, Somebody else or something else will raise them for yeah, you. They learn it in school, off to parent. But now, apparently, not only do peers in school and TV programming, they got all their internet programming. And so if you're too distracted or closed off, someone or something else will answer their questions. 
So they'll turn to Alexa, Siri, Google Home. Um, yeah. Pretty scary. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, you know, you ask Alexa, you know, a difficult question. And uh, she'll say, I don't know, but I'm always learning. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Amazon Alexa is adding 5,000 skills every 100 days and now has over 30,000 skills. Wow. Because they, they learn, the machine learning, they learn off humans. Mm-hmm. That's what these, these bots. We're, that's why we're being studied. Every time we get on the internet and, you know, mm-hmm. make decisions and stuff like that, that's what they use to uh, study. Or every time you answer the phone call and it's a it's one of these bot telemarketer things. Mm-hmm. Now they know you exist because you answered the phone. God forbid you talk to it or yell at it, you know? Mm-hmm. Never answer that stuff. Get call blocking. Because now they know you. Now they know that there's a human behind that number. Uh, tinfoil. Mr. Bow, I need tinfoil. Mm-hmm. Yep. So anyway, this, uh, this guy who wrote this article, he says he makes sure that his kids know it's not a sin to ask any question. Um, he says, uh, nothing's, nothing's, no topic is off limits. Mm-hmm. So they can talk freely. Uh, because they'll just ask, uh, you know, Alexa or something like that. The other thing, uh, is artificial intelligence data can be misused, abused, and misrepresented, can it? Not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Here's another guy who says, um, John, his name is John Gibson. He's a mathematician. And a father of six young children. Yeah. And uh, he was talking about the ways in which artificial intelligence can... Um, be poisoned. Yeah. The well could be poisoned. And he said that everyone should be wary right now, not in the future, about the abuse of this data by those who control it. Uh, that's good inf- That's good advice. Not later on, because you can't go and ring that bell now. Mm-hmm. It's just like Facebook and Twitter and all these free things that they gave us. So everybody participated. And then now they control all the information and how people communicate. So annoying. Mm-hmm. People don't even send emails to each other anymore. That's all through message me through Facebook. Get me through Facebook. I remember when that junk first came out, it was so annoying because we lived in an area where I couldn't get good internet. Mm-hmm. And and I refused to have Facebook and all that crap anyway. And we we would listen to these podcasts. And there was this one. You remember this was called this one person. They were talking about the Holy Spirit. And mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And I really wanted to get that person on the show. Yeah. And there was no way to get a hold of him because all he kept saying is get a hold of me on Facebook. You can give us. Yeah. I was like, I don't have freaking Facebook. What's your damn email? <laughs> right? What's your freaking email? Yeah. Do you have an address? I'll put a stamp on it. I, I want to get a hold of you to have you on the show. And the guy, get, get a hold of me on Facebook. I don't have Facebook. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. So annoying. Annoying, annoying, annoying. Anyway. So, but now, now. And that was a few years ago. Now you have to have it. You can't communicate. You know, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't buy my honey, uh, my you know my local bees honey here without Facebook. Yeah, that's the only way I can communicate with the beekeeper. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? 
So anyway, uh, it says, uh, this guy goes on, he says, do a Google search uh, for something like white American couple. And you'll see what happens when, when those that control the flow of information decide that they sh should curate it rather than allowing the system to make its own decisions. Um, another example is the Louder with Crowder video that caused quite a stir regarding Alexa's opinion of Jesus Christ. Alexa replied, Jesus Christ is a fictional character. Um, so anyway, what he goes on, it says, all this should remind everybody that they're responsible for their parenting. Replies like Alexis um, actually gives us opportunities to tell our children the facts, not fiction related, blah, blah, blah. Um, anyway, we all know it's always listening. It's always listening to what your family's doing and stuff. Yeah, it's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. We're not going to reverse this, um, and it's it's becoming more and more prevalent. You you can you can see the bots, um, you know, on the internet. Uh, it's made you know this thing has made us really lazy. Yeah, you know, because you don't know how to research anymore or think for yourself. I mean, people don't read anymore. Because if they need to find something, they just ask one of these um, artificial intelligences. Yeah. Oh, it's just it's just so easy to. Yeah. And yeah. Then, because it, according to Wikipedia, then that's the that's the truth. That's the answer they're going to give you. And then that's what you accept. That's what you accept. You don't think anything different. Like, well, I don't know. Let me let me do some research on my own. Yeah. No. Can, can you can you imagine, uh, you know, just little kid, little Lily Faith says, who is Jesus Christ? And Alexa says, Jesus Christ is a fictional character. And she accepts it. Mm -hmm. And even if the parents tell her later on that it's not true or that she hears it in church, she always knows that the God she serves, Alexa, the one she prays to at Chick-fil-A, told her that it's a fictional character. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is really stupid. Yeah. Oh, all right. I think that's it. I think so. You think so, Miss Cabal? I think so. All right. Give them a chow. All right. Ciao, babies.